All around the world, poverty is stealing choices from kids. It's time to give those choices back. Introducing Chosen, World Vision's new invitation to sponsorship. For the first time, kids have the power to choose their own sponsors. Now the choice is theirs. The choice to take hold of their future and even the choice to step into a life-changing relationship with you. Learn more at worldvision.org slash chosen. The following podcast uses profanity in creative ways, and we bring up all the topics that you are warned against talking about in polite conversations. The contents herein are for entertainment purposes only. All stated opinions, views, and jokes are those of the person making them and do not necessarily reflect any business, nonprofit organization, state government, or federal government. Listener discretion is very much advised. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Utah Outcast, your twice weekly progressive politics and current events podcast broadcasting deep from within the Mormon corridor, or as they call it, the Morador, uh, coming at you from the nation of Zion itself. Welcome to Utah, everybody. Uh, this is episode number 159, and uh, I'm X, and I'm your host on this wonderful show. And joining me this week for the episode are Kyle Steenblick and Dan Ellis. From the Godless Revolution podcast. I'd like to ask them what they've been up to lately. However, we had a uh, long night of recording when we made all this stuff last night. Uh, so we're not going to really have time to do much intro stuff here. But you guys really should go check out a show at the Godless Revolution. Just Google it. You could find it in just about everywhere. He's on Twitter, YouTube, Facebook. You know, and he's even got his fun little group that he can go hang out in as well. Just like we have for the Utah Outcast. It's a, it's a good time. Dan was a real sport. I really love the fact that he came on. Uh, I feel bad that he had to tear up almost his entire studio trying to get Skype to work. Fucking Windows machines, I tell you what. No, I'm kidding. He'll give me some shit for that one. So anyway, if this is the first time that you've heard our show, we've got a lot for you to enjoy, including... Oh man, we're going to talk about Monson. We have to talk about Monson. Uh, We're going to talk also about Jim Baker. uh, People liking to drink raw water... Uh, a transgender lady winning the lotto and the only reason I bring up the fact she's transgender is important here and of course to finish off this episode we have the Trump Roundup this is number 50 Jesus Christ Uh, anyway we're gonna pass you off real quick to a commercial from one of our buddies that does podcasting that you really should check out their show and he's gonna sound really familiar here in a second anyway this is the Utah Outcasts and we'll be right back hi this is Dan Ryan and Matt with the Godless Revolution podcast We've had a lot of great guests on this show. Such as Russell Glasser, Dan Errol, Brian Fields, David Silverman, Doug Mesner, a.k.a. Lucian Greaves, and Joey Kirkman, whom we love a lot. We've also had a lot of really cool local guests. And we're a podcast that likes to fight for the separation of church and state and against anti-skepticism of all kinds. You should give us a listen, because if you don't, you're going to be really sad. Make your ears happy. Listen to the Godless Revolution podcast. It's with tender feelings that we announce that Thomas Monson... President and prophet of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints died this evening at 10.01 p.m. in his home in Salt Lake City. He was with his family at the time of his passing. You know, his his probably his son is probably like 70. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Okay, I, I, enough with the, the, the funny voices here. Hey, if you didn't know, uh, Thomas Monson's dead. And uh, this, is the, this is the part where we tap dance on his grave and... <laughs> 
while the people that clutch at their pearls and shit come at us come at us on youtube how dare you talk bad about somebody's death i'm like he's fucking he dead a shitty person <laughs> he and doesn't being care dead doesn't make him not a shitty person i called yeah. him a shitty person while he was alive him being dead isn't gonna yeah. change any of that no all it's gonna change is uh he is a shitty person too he was a shitty person and his that's, his that's legacy it. is still a shitty legacy i mean there's the yeah. there's a meme going around right now of him, you know, going up to the gates of heaven, and Jesus is like, "Hey, let me go show you to all the uh, the LGBT youth that you put here." You know, yeah. <laughs> He's like, "Fuck." <laughs> Let's keep in mind, <laughs> this is the same asshole that uh uh got the City Creek open, which why yeah. a church needs a multi billion dollar shopping mall, I don't fucking know. Uh, they got to diversify because <sighs> the religion's eventually going to run out. You know, they're they just got to have it's the a really holdings. shitty mall too. And here's another one of his funny quotes here. Not funny, really. Uh, My faith did not come to me through science, and I will not permit so-called science to destroy it. So, yeah, fuck this man. So-called science. Fuck this man. So-called science. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, that science that kept you alive until you're 90. Yeah. Yeah, there's no such thing as just science. What what the fuck is he talking about, so-called science? I I didn't get the the context of this one here. However, it's it's just one of those uh quotes with this picture next to it and and mormons would put this up there as like yeah that's a great saying i really liked it and it's like do you realize how fucking ignorant you sound with that <laughs> they, they don't yeah, they never do to say that nothing could change your mind about what you believe well then why bother talking about it at all yeah why you know, are you yeah why are you proselytizing you, to me you know yeah unless you're just seeking to convert more people to something that may or may not be true but you're not even willing to examine whether it's true or not a waste of my fucking time. And then the guy that's going to be taking over after him, you know, Monson was 90 when he died. This guy's 93. Yeah. <laughs> Man, yeah, that's it, gonna last long. But it's, the funny thing is, is like, like when, uh, when Gordon B. Hinckley died, a lot of people were really, really, really upset about that one. I remember that going on, and I remember mm-hmm. my mother-in-law just being abjectly in horror, like, terrified, and like, like, he's dead, oh my god. I'm like, what did you expect? He was old. Yeah, I know he was old, but, but with Monson, you know, people least, weren't really surprised. Was, you know? Yeah, at least that one I could get. <laughs> at least I could get it with 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 uh, Gordon Hinckley because he was actually a pretty charismatic person. Well, by all accounts, uh, Monson was fairly charismatic before he started losing his mind. <laughs> you know, for the past for the past Possibly. couple of years, he's basically been in a vegetative state. He's just been a dead man walking. But yeah. You know, yeah, there there's tons of anecdotes and stories from people who knew him who say he was a very warm and caring guy and right. loved everybody and wanted to right. help everybody. Well, as long right. as they weren't Except gay, gay. Yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> but there's there's also there's also anecdotes about him just being a complete asshole. Yeah, he was so, apparently you know nice and warm to people within the circle, but anybody outside of it, he was just a complete asshole too. Uh, well, I I grabbed a an article from the mormonnewsroom.org and so yeah, this oh, is just yeah, this is Mormons filleting this guy, of course. Uh of course. so what I want you to do is let's play the game like you know, how you do when you get the uh, the fortune cookie and you uh-huh. put the in bed at the end of it. Let's put the like the let, let's make it so like da 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 gay, like unless you are gay or if you're gay kind of thing. So these kind of work really well here. He loved the cultures of the world and deeply respected them. Unless you're gay. Unless you're gay. <laughs> <laughs> and that was from President Henry B. Eyring, who 
served as his first counselor in the first presidency. And for people listening outside of Utah, you're not going to have any idea what the fuck we're talking about in culture. <laughs> no, you might as well fast forward. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, never. And what did he say here? Uh, Monson. Well, this is something that Monson said. He said, never let a problem to be solved become more important than a person to be loved. Um, Unless they're gay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of works with every single one of them I've got here. Really. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Uh, Iring also said, I don't think he was, he ever was the idea that he thought people thought himself as a great temple builder. I saw I, it was that he saw the blessing of having temples everywhere and wanted it for the people. Unless they're gay. <laughs> because he, let's keep in mind, this is the guy that, received the revelation that uh the you were no longer to be members if like like if your children if if you're a child of uh a gay couple child of a gay couple yeah unless you like renounce your family yeah it's a stronger word for it too i can't remember what they called it though um well yeah well so i mean he he created the policy well he didn't create it apparently it was passed down to him from god but uh he's the one who instituted god's new policy that uh, children of gay couples can no longer be baptized at the age of eight, which is the typical age when LDS mm-hmm. kids are baptized. Yeah. They have to wait until they're 18, and then even then they can only do so if they have chosen to uh, separate That's themselves. Yeah, yeah, disavow, disavow, them, disavow yeah. their parents' Otherwise, they're, uh, what was it, apostates? Yeah. Yeah. And just so yeah. people know, Mormons don't have a hell. They have a the outer darkness, which they, they according to them, very few people go to. Which I think, if if they were trying to do their salvation thing, no, they would like only be... the, the only people who go there are the people who have like written the official letter to say, hey, "Get me <laughs> off your shit list." Well, yeah, the the one so uh, outer darkness is reserved for those who uh, had a no clear yeah. had clear knowledge of the truth of the church and chose to reject it. That's who goes to outer darkness. So. Yeah. Hitler, any murderers, rapists, kitty fuckers, they'll all be hanging out with everybody else in heaven. <laughs> in other yeah, words, like third tier heaven, though. You know? Yeah, in, <laughs> other, in other words, like outer darkness is going to be just like really cool people. <laughs> and yet somebody's going to come across and be like, you guys have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> like, really, dude? Really? <laughs> come at me, bro. <laughs> I yeah, know, right? Me. Uh, we got a pretty see. good idea. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, so there's a, there's a joke somebody, uh, said here. It's like, um, oh, this is him talking to Jesus and Jesus says, first question, tell me, Thomas, how did you honor me with your handling of your stewardship? And Monson says, my Lord, I have expanded your vast real estate holdings. And (laughs) (laughs) Jesus says, Thomas, I'm sure you've read your Bible at least once in your life. You know that my kingdom is not of the earth. Here is what I'm really interested in. I've been comforting a lot of gay youth who arrived in a sudden, uh, recently in a sudden influx. What can you tell me about that? <laughs> so that just plays off the joke some more <laughs> earlier, but 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 you've got a sweet mall, man. <laughs> that I'm not gonna lie, that's a pretty building. But at the same time, it's just like, why is this church owned, and why do you no, it's, make it's people? Ne- it's it's neat real estate, but why are you closed it, on Sunday? Like the people. I don't understand how any business in this state decides to shut itself down on Sunday. I mean, I understand it's a cost versus. Well, no, you know, I'm just I'm just pissed off because there was a mall on that property and it had just the right amount of dank 
<laughs> like it Wait, was, was that awesome. that was crossroads wasn't it yeah it was crossroads i loved crossroads it was four levels of shit when it was getting to be the end of it there <laughs> no it was like six levels there were like six levels in the basement where you had like underground tattoo parlors in the cinnabon <laughs> <laughs> i remember going there to buy my jinkos Back and when then zcmi <laughs> was a thing oh and yeah, yeah you, that was the only place in town you could go to long john silver's <laughs> they had one there. I was like, I want some fried fish for my food. <laughs> Which is actually not too popular here in Utah for some weird fucking reason. I don't. Know, I, I don't, I don't know yeah, that. I don't know why. Mm. Well, people here don't have to eat fish on Friday, so ah, uh, that explains. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, uh, there is a way. Uh, there, the LDS Church has a uh, a pay site that you can go to, and I'll I'll try to include it in the show notes here, where you can make a donation to the memory of Thomas Monson. And so what you would want to do is that you can um you can go into the URL and you could change things around what you want to donate to and it'll show up in their records <laughs> like as a <laughs> donated to instead of president I'm like instead of showing up as Monson you could have it show up as Satan Lord of, or destroyer of all worlds kind of thing where it would show up as that is the donation and so <laughs> does it so does the money just go straight to the church yeah it goes straight to the the memory of that of that prophet and this is like do you really need more money i mean really well, well, they're no, nickel and really diamond people <laughs> i mean is it is it going to the memory of him like is his memory just completely destitute now it it needs those extra funds. What the what the fuck is what the fuck is the church going to do with funds that are de- that are donated in memory of of Monson? Well, I can't wait for the uh, I can't wait for the home teaching books to come out of Monson, like the life and times of Charles or not Charles. He's not Chuck. I want him to Charles, be Chuck Monson so Charles bad. Charles Monson. <laughs> it's Thomas. The- he knows that one lady, Sharon Taint. <laughs> <laughs> Now, for people listening outside of Utah, you you probably don't realize, or if you've never been around the Mormon Church, you don't realize that they have they have their own books. I mean, that was one of the things that made the Mormon Church mm-hmm. what it is today is that they had their own printing presses uh, at the time when they were making their books of Mormon and everything. Uh, but the the books that come out of their treat their like home teaching kind of thing is they have like history books of each prophet, quote unquote prophet that they have, and they're always so full of just bullshit propaganda like miracles happening every fucking second in these things like how joseph smith never touched a drop of alcohol even though he had to get leg surgery and they had to pull something out of it and he had a broken leg or something and it's just like no father i do not wish to have any alcohol it's like it's frontier medicine bitch take your alcohol (laughs) well and that's just bullshit anyway i mean Mm. he we know that he had a lot alcohol a lot oh yeah he he had alcohol and tobacco all the time which is just so funny that in the settling of the state, like a little over a hundred years ago, there was like Mormon church owned liquor distilleries and stuff. Oh yeah, and they Brigham, had distilleries and breweries all over the place. And then because uh, somebody got their panties in a wad, all of a sudden they're like, none of it, none of it at all. It's like, it says there in your doctrine and covenant that you can have drinks made of barley. I mean, why, why not? Let the... Let the fucking Mormons have a couple of beers. I think they would be a little bit like looser. Yeah, they loosen up a shit ton. <laughs> Get a few LDS... drunk and they're like, oh, yeah, you know, this shit's all bullshit, you know? <laughs> yeah, I know LDS people who like, they won't smoke and they won't drink. Well, they won't smoke cigarettes and they won't drink, but they'll smoke weed all the time. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. 
That's hilarious. Hope doesn't say anything about this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the last thing I want to bring up here is the uh, this asshole Ben Shapiro, and I've got a fucking raging hard on for this guy. I, I don't like him. I don't know enough about him, but he just gets away with bullshit, and he's duplicitous in the way that he like comments on things, and he leaves enough wiggle room where he can be like, "I didn't say that," you know. He he leaves it out there for people to make their own conclusions a lot of the time. And on this article for the Daily Wire. Uh, he's really pissed off about the New York Times because, you know, fake news, fake news. It's all that bullshit fake news out there. And he was mad because apparently Twitter changed its character cap from, from 140 to 280. At least that's what I got from this argument is that he's mad that the Hugo Chavez thing had like Hugo Chavez is dead. And then there's a link to it. And then there's Hugh Hefner is dead. And then they put a link to it, like totaling like 140 characters. But in Thomas Monson's, they say, Thomas Monson, the president of the Mormon church who rebuffed demands to ordain women as priests and refused to alter church opposition to same-sex marriage, died Tuesday at 90. It's because you've doubled your character count that they can have that little extra line of fuck you in the middle of it there. But he's super right. mad about that. Oh, man. Well, and they can... They can, and they can... Oh, go but ahead. It, but it, they're also talking about, in comparing this to, to others... Thomas Monson is not a very well-known person to the world at large. Yeah. They kind of have to editorialize this a little bit to give some context. Yeah, well, and I'm sure that, you know, the that the articles for Hugo Chavez and Hugh Hefner also mentioned the more pl- problematic aspects of their life oh, and they how they did. lived it. But Shapiro's just pissed off because, well... Uh, he's he's trying to make the case that the New York Times is bigoted against religious people, but that's not what fucking happened. It's it's as Chris said that the New York Times, you know, between the time that Hugh Hefner died and Hugo Chavez died, mm-hmm. Monson dies after Twitter has increased their character limit. You know, they've doubled it, so the New York Times can include more information on their tweets. And he's pissed yeah. off about that for some reason. Like fuck him. But yeah. he tries to play it off as if. Oh, well, it's just because he's a religious guy that they included this in their tweet. And that's not the fucking case. Yeah, the headline of the article itself, if you guys want to Google it, it's called The New York Times Proves It Hates Religious Americans with This Obituary. It's like, really, dude? All, they hate all religious Americans. Really? That, that's what you're trying to say here. Yeah, as if there aren't any religious people who work at the New York Times. Yeah. yeah no shit. And people, of course, have got up in arms about it, but it... it for me, if anything comes out from Ben Shapiro, I'm like, ah, I'm going to ignore this. Yeah, yeah. it's worth yeah. ignoring. <laughs> Shapiro's a hack at best. Oh, but Utah fucking loves him. Let me tell you that. Well, I mean, that's to be expected in this state. Yeah, honestly. that's not really, <laughs> that's that's not not really, really surprising. Much. So, yeah, uh, Thomas Monson, I'm, I'm glad you're dead. And if I had members of my family that heard that, I'd probably be blacklisted for certain things. So please share that with them if anybody wants to. <laughs> That's just fine. To. But yeah. he he, uh, he was not a good person. He, I no. mean, sure, he was a probably good to his family, but he wasn't good to a lot of other fucking people in this country. And uh, I will judge him on that for the rest of my days. Sure. Just like yeah. every one of these other fucking religious bigots out there. Sure, yeah. he might have been a nice guy, but he I was re- also a piece of shit. Yeah, because Prop 8 was him. So fuck him. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, he contributed to the suffering of thousands and thousands of people. of people. Yeah. No, you could just change that rule in that Book of Mormon of yours that you guys have made like 3,000 edits to since it started. 
you could change like maybe a couple of lines there and allow gay people to be in your church and be okay with it and not tell them that they're sinning and doing conversion therapy on them and all that shit. Oh no, we're okay with gay people as long as they don't act, act on it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can be gay as long as you don't act gay. Right. Wow. Keep that's... it under control. But you know what would they that's... say about queer people? You know, the ones that are oh, married no, married yeah, to women work. but they, they they actually think about dick. I mean <laughs> that's a, that's a staple of Mormonism. Yeah, that's their preferred method of handling being gay is that right. you don't act on being gay. Right. Sure, you can have, and well, they don't even call it gay. They call it same-sex attraction. Ugh, right. It's something that you need to try to suppress. And yeah. if you have same-sex attraction, you need to pray about it. You need to talk to your bishop, stake president, whoever else. Ah, and then you never, ever, 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 ever act on it. You still have to marry somebody of right. the opposite sex and create a bunch of other little Mormons who are going to grow up and you can teach them right. to hate you. <laughs> Absolutely. I was going to so, ask a kind of I gotcha. Mean, really, Go ahead, Kyle. Sorry. Oh, no, no, really, the, the, the rule is here, if you happen to be a gay man, and you are looking for somebody who will um, meet you in a parking lot or hotel, <laughs> and then not talk about it, and just, it will be a complete no-strings thing, dude, find a Mormon. Yeah. Because... <laughs> <laughs> Because oh, you will shit. never, you will never find more gay men that are that are actively trolling for dick. <laughs> well, and Dan, if you guys listen to the Godless Revolution, you guys had a conversation about a guy that contacted you, and I'm not yeah. saying names or anything like that, but somebody that was saying, "Hey, I'm in a uh, a non-committal relationship with another person that has wife and kids, the, the same sex uh, like a uh, mm -hmm. uh, relationship." with uh, two guys and he's like i have a wife and a kid the other guy has a wife and a kids what should i do and it's like fuck how do you counsel somebody on something like that run for the fucking hills man <laughs> yeah we we were contacted by a listener who uh said that he had gone to a party recently and at the party he happened to run into this guy who he's hooked up with numerous times but this guy was at the party with his wife and bum, bum, bum. was discovered that he's also very very lds and then in later conversations with the listener who had contacted us, apparently the guy told uh, our listener that, you know, I don't know what to do. I'm so conflicted. And, you know, uh, you and I have a thing, but I'm married and now she's pregnant and we've got a kid on the way and I don't know what to do. And apparently he was very contrite and tearful and, uh, you know, was was trying to work things out with the listener who contacted us, and our listener contacted us for advice on what to do. And it's like, shit, man, I uh, run, yeah, <laughs> run yeah. fast, run hard, never look back. <laughs> look, yeah, tell this guy you're gay. You're gonna have to come to terms with that on your own. Well, and, I... and the sooner he deals with it, the sooner it's going to be for everybody. The more, the longer yeah. he drags this out the more mm. harm he's going to bring to yeah, the worse the wife be. that he's living with the child that they're mm. going to be raising together yeah you know it's, yeah. it's just going to make it that much more difficult for everybody and the guy you can't he's not going to change i mean he he has a sexual mm. he has a sexual preference yeah. and orientation that isn't something that you can just change he's always going to be that way mm -hmm. and so the longer he drags it out the worse it's going to be for everybody absolutely mm -hmm. So yeah, fuck you, Thomas Monson, for making these people have such a hard fucking life yeah. trying to live with who they are, man. Seriously, ten foot pole right up your ass.
I don't give a shit. <laughs> and that's the least of what he did, really. I wish I was Eli Bosnick and I'd come up with some jokes about raping your dead corpse like he did with Phyllis Schlafly, but nope, not gonna go there. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Sorry, I'm not, I am, I am still not attracted to your corpse. Well, he has been <laughs> baptized after he was dead, and so now he's gay. There's that website where oh, you can, that's right. Oh, yeah, where you can posthumously baptize people just like the Mormons do, and so now Thomas Monson is gay in the afterlife. Let's have Lucian come out to Utah and put his balls on Monson's grave. <laughs> <laughs> we don't care where you catch the show, whether it be iTunes, Overcast, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spreaker, or hell, even YouTube. If you enjoy the show, even the slightest amount, all we ask is that you guys give us a subscribe, like, or share us with your friends. Without word of mouth, we'd have never become the show that we are today. Yeah, okay. You all get one of these, seriously. In the name of Jesus, amen. Everybody should have these. You old people. Everybody. It is, it is that very, everybody should have these. There's not a bottle in the world that I know of. That takes out radiation. No, no. And, yes, and, yes. No, no. We have to pay the bills to yes. stay on the air. Yes. And yes. it's insane. Yes, yes. I'm so very happy that we have a Jim Baker clip for you guys this week because it's I haven't done him in a while because he hasn't really been talking much of anything. But this one is just absolutely delicious because he's talking about the Washington train derailment that happened. Mm-hmm. something where they've done investigations on it and they found out why it's been, it went derailed and they found that, you know, it wasn't infrastructure, even though Trump claimed to be, there was some sort of infrastructure. Yeah, problem. Yeah. It was the fact that the driver was going too fast on a turn and there was fail safes that didn't follow through because they either didn't have them on there or they weren't tested or I don't know, but it was a new train on, a, on this track and it derailed. Sadly, people died because of that. You know, that's kind of why we have regulations in this country, you know. Anyway, let's let Jim Baker talk to us about this. What do you think that train going off the tracks in... The in, Amtrak? Yeah, yeah, in Washington Amtrak. State, wasn't it? Or somewhere yeah. up in... Well, up in Washington. And, uh, yeah, now, they've been now, talking that it's been... It was speeding. Over yeah. 50 miles an hour. Yeah, it was, it was going 80. Right. The last report I got. That's right. And it was supposed to be going 30 at that time. But this is not what it's not about. No, that's not what it's about. It's about a goddamn trail train derailment, man. It's not. Yeah. Here we go nothing, into this nothing mystical here. Here we go into the mystical spiritual world where where things don't have meanings. This is the part where you're watching Mister Rogers and the trolley goes through the wall. You know, and <laughs> we're, we're we're left with characters that are meow meow meow. Let's talk about this now. Meow meow. Uh, and that's probably dating this fucking audience. <laughs> If you guys don't know what that's about, please let us know, because Mr. Rogers was a staple of me growing up, and Kyle, I'm sure, and Dan as well. Oh, yeah, <laughs> of course. I love Fred Rogers. Oh, good dude. What is the spiritual side? Uh, Why is it right now, at this time of the year? This was its maiden voyage. Mm. Reminds um, me of the Titanic. Not, not really. Did you hear that? It reminds me of the Titanic. Oh, I love how... She always starts whatever comment she's going to make with, mm. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, uh, I've, I've got a turd sandwich over here. Mm, I'm not going to mm, eat that. <laughs> yeah, oh gosh. I'm not going to eat that, thank you. Titanic. Oh, I was going to say that. I was going to ask anybody yes. new about it. Yes. Does anybody know about Wait. the Titanic? What the fuck are you talking about, Jim? <laughs> anybody hear about this thing? 
Apparently, he knows his audience. <laughs> <laughs> Do you hear about this? You know? <laughs> well, I mean, some of that audience was around for the HMS Titanic fucking sinking, I swear. <laughs> yeah, but he knows that they're all fucking ignorant of everything around them. Yeah, no shit. Did you know that they actually have a, like, you can buy dome houses on Jim Baker's, like, property. Like, there's a community where I need to do a deeper dive into it, but they actually have a Jim Baker community where there's, like, a central shopping mall kind of thing, and you have these domed houses, and there's, like, trailer homes you can buy there as well. Yeah, it's, like, a Christian community. Wow. Yeah. It's creepy as shit. I'm like, oh, man, that's, that's, that's no bueno. That's not something I... And they're like, this this house can withstand a F5 tornado. I'm like, just because it's a geodesic dome doesn't mean that it fucking, it, it's not going it, to, it makes it somehow magically stronger than a house than a tornado. It's like, it'll still it give fucking rock. special Jesus protection on it. <laughs> oh, it's got the extra Jesus. Mm, about the yeah. only house you need to not worry about, like, getting torn up in a tornado is a fucking hobbit house, man. <laughs> That's about the only one that would be okay. But even the even the one at the end of Bag End, it would still have fucking problems because it's the top of a hill. God damn it, <laughs> nerds! Of course, the maiden voyage. They the, said the, no, nobody that that ship, nothing could happen to that ship. The great preachers of all times have said the Titanic is God's warning. Um, never have I ever ever fucking heard that. The Titanic is God's warning about what? Don't build a ship and put it out in the water? How dare you? <laughs> yeah, doesn't how dare that kind of... Yeah, how dare you call a ship unsinkable? Uh, now, but... Don't tempt God. What, is God like some <laughs> easily... Oh, that's why these people like Trump so much, because God is just exactly like Trump. He's easily goaded into a fucking argument. <laughs> he's easily, as we say, triggered, even though that's not the right use of it. You know, he's... Yeah. Those people over there, they have iron chariots. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, these people have a, 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 a this giant ship that's crossing the Atlantic. Like, well, well I better sink that fucker. They're they're too vain. How <laughs> dare <like>, they? <laughs> this is in I defiance of everything. To separate people. <laughs> like, even though not realizing that them trying to say maybe uh, and we haven't got to it yet but i if they talk about the whole you know it's vain for human to think that they can make something unsinkable and it's like what about the ark what, what? that's from your guys' story too that was a boat it was made out of wood it was bigger than the titanic <laughs> yeah, but God no, it wasn't even one. bigger than the titanic yeah. according yeah. to according to their own measurements their stupid measuring of a forearm bullshit that they have. <laughs> Cuban. Yep. That's right. That's true. And I believe here again, the fastest, one of the fast new trains, brand new. One of the fast new trains? It wasn't even a new train. God damn it. Let's talk about fast trains here, buddy. America is like, we have the one of the worst rail systems in in the fucking world. I mean, I, albeit we have a lot more distance to cover, but we don't even have like a high speed like train line anywhere. God, it's just it's ridiculous. Crash mm. off the tracks on its maiden voyage. People, voyage. you better listen voyage. to what's going on. <laughs> oh. You better listen to what's going on. What is going on? It was, what? Okay. 
it was not a maiden voyage. It was not. It was like a, a, a fairly new a set of track. Oh, that says, was, it was it was new track. <laughs> maiden voyage. It was like it's not going on a fucking voyage of like Sinbad trying to find like gold somewhere and fighting skeletons and shit. It's commuter like people trying to get from point A to point B because it's better than taking a car. <laughs> it's like if Front Runner went off the tracks here, it'd be like, oh, it went off. It was going on such a voyage. No, it was going up and down the fucking Wasatch Front. <laughs> That's all it's doing. It's, nobody ever, when they get in a car wreck, saying, hey, you interrupted my voyage. You know, <laughs> my maiden voyage. My maiden voyage. What's got to be maiden? Fuck these people. <laughs> Oh, Jim Baker, you better listen. You better pay attention to what's happening around you. You guys aren't even paying attention. Come on. Did you know that if you're not a Patreon patron, you're not getting the entire show each week? It's true. We record a whole hell of a lot of extra stuff each week that if you're not beyond the veil, you're missing out. Starting at the $1 and $2 levels, you can immediately gain access to the secret patron shows that some folks need to wait a full half year before hearing. From there, we hit the $3 level where you get additional episodes that we record about once a month uh, where we zero in on an adversary to the show. But for the best value, we suggest the $5 a month level where you get the full uncut episodes that come packed with about an extra hour worth of the Utah Outcast crew laughing at jokes to the rest of the world that most people won't hear or talk about things that only the patrons will get to chime in on. That means that for each month, you get about four additional episodes worth of content for you to enjoy along with the other rewards. The biggest benefit, I think, would be that you get both episodes that we record in one lump sum instead of having to wait for them to drop on Monday and on Wednesday. Look at it as an investment on your entertainment each month. We're much more than the cheap little pizza you might miss out on if you decided to become a patron. So what are you waiting for? Donate today. Check out patreon.com slash Outcasts for more information. It's never a good thing to see in a news article that you have here where it says, quote, consenting adults are allowed to be stupid. <laughs> uh. And I'm I, I find it funny as hell because there are a bunch of dumb fucks in, in America right now that are trying to do this thing. That's a raw water movement where the people want to drink raw water. This is put it this way you kind of want your water filtered if, if for no other reason than it's the same water that's been on this planet for the last however many multiple millions of years yeah and it's we gone really through get new water yeah every every drop of water on this planet uh has been filtered through the urethras and kidneys of at least like 50 or 60 million other organisms that's mm -hmm. been <laughs> alive on this planet you've been B you've been drinking bp at one point guys it's like it happens so you really, I mean, I know that's that's not a good enough reason, but how about amoebas? How about all sorts of other shit that can, like, <laughs> eat your brain or, you know, give you the the worst case of dysentery that you'll never want to have in your life? And I've lived through dysentery, and it's fucking not, miserable. Not fun. <laughs> so what we're talking about here is, this is from NBC News, and it's an ad that features a happy-looking young man dipping into a stream and looking refreshed after a sip of the clear, cool-looking water. Well, sure, I bet it was delicious, but <laughs> and so the 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 website for the for the people selling this says the earth constantly offers the purest substance on the planet as spring water. This water is magical. 
should be sued immediately just for saying this water is magical. <laughs> like, show me how this, uh, show me the proven, like, chemical composition that proves that it's magic. How about that? You know, it's got what unicorn is- semen in it. Oh, man. Oh, well, no, I would drink that. <laughs> I mean, now, shit, I would, I would, I would pay extra for that. And we're leaving I mean, the name. Wouldn't? We're leaving the name of the company out of here because uh, you don't need to fucking know. Uh, <laughs> sells this for sixteen dollars a jug. Holy shit! Plus a twenty-two dollar deposit on the bottle. Holy shit! So your bottled bottle deposit costs more than the fucking jug, and so yeah, Ryan was saying that that was their starting price, but they couldn't keep water on the shelves, and so they doubled the price. No shit. So it's like thirty something bucks yeah. a gallon, or it's like a two and a half I, I gallon he, jug, isn't think, it? Yeah, I think, yeah, yeah. Ryan was saying that it's uh, sixty dollars. I can't remember if that was a gallon or a jug, and their jugs are two gallons or two and a half gallons. Yeah, yeah. God, that's Holy ridiculous. Shit, that's expensive tap water. That's water. <laughs> it's fucking water, people. No, no. I can almost yeah. I can almost guarantee. No. It's just fucking tap water. No, that tap water has been actually filtered and stuff's been going on with it. You can find fluoride in there. These people are like, this is natural artisanal spring water. <laughs> like, well, yeah, but because it's because it's not regulated. Yeah, bear shit there that. last week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Some animal sat at the top of that spring as water was coming out of it and let that just run all over their body. <laughs> <laughs> Some animal just took a big healthy dump in that fucking spring and just they just washed it off it's just <laughs> these people are there's drinking a, this man <laughs> yeah there's another animal you know 15 feet away whose rotting carcass is just <laughs> sludging its way into the water also gross and so the the, the epa is warning here saying that uh they could be getting a mouthful of farm waste runoff mm-hmm. <laughs> septic tank spillover Chemicals and pesticides, and many, many other things. So by the time a spring reaches a collection point, it could have chemicals, bacteria, parasites, and viruses in it that might make people sick. Uh, One of the biggest ones, like cryptosporidium, E. coli, can cause symptoms such as nausea, vomiting, and mega diarrhea. Not just a little bit of diarrhea, like you will die diarrhea. You know, know. explosive diarrhea. Shit yourself to death, diarrhea. This is just man. <laughs> it's just amazing to me. <laughs> and let's see what's the quote it says here. Spring water could also contain chemicals that cause long-term health effects, such as kid- kidney and liver damage. You know that spring water probably hasn't been checked for lead content, <laughs> uh, nervous system disorders, and birth defects. Yes, let's have that raw water and have some birth-defected children. But they're so fresh and clean, pure. They're <laughs> fresh and clean children. Uh, it's, you I, can taste the freshness. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the same assholes that buy organic, thinking somehow it's better for them. It's like, yeah, no, that's you, you really want the the genetically modified foods. You don't want the this bullshit stuff that they used a much more harmful thing to keep the pests away than like Roundup. <laughs> mm-hmm. And everybody talks about the video, like, oh, why wouldn't the guy drink a, the glass of glyphosate? It's like because it'd probably taste pretty fucking gross. <laughs> Well, yeah, are you going to drink a fucking glass full of shampoo? Are you going to drink a glass full of dishwasher dishwashing yeah. detergent? I mean, anything else around your house that isn't going to fucking kill you if you have a little bit of it or it gets on your skin, but you're not going to drink a whole fucking cup of it either. Yeah, it's like vinegar won't kill you, but I dare you to drink a fucking glass of that. Come on. Yeah, yeah. No, shit. Fuck that. 
Uh, let's see. What else does this say here? There's nothing new about advocating for pure water or people claiming spring water is somehow better than tap water. But a New York Times article uh, highlighting the raw water movement in California has upset health professionals. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this person studies in waterborne diseases at the Tennessee Department of Health says, I was surprised and then a little disappointed. Hey, that's America in 2017 for you. Now 2018, <laughs> but surprised and then disappointed by our fellow Americans. <laughs> we know that the United States has some of the safest drinking water in the world. Drinking untreated environmental water carries risks. We know that it can be contaminated with a whole host of things. It's like, no shit. <laughs> and so um, the food safety attorney in Seattle uh, is the guy that said the consenting adults are allowed to be stupid. But we have to make sure we warn people who are vulnerable, like kids and the elderly or cancer patients, when it comes to drinking this shit. The natural water advocates are selling their product online to grocers in trend-friendly neighborhoods. Read that as more money than cents neighborhoods. Yeah. Uh, that their product is not only clean and pure, but it carries beneficial bacteria. It's a probiotic water. What the fuck, guys? Seriously? Uh, <laughs> yeah, because there's no antibiotics in it, so it's probiotic. So fucking buzzwords and says uh, what they say here is like, the, the company I'm going to give it to you is Live Water is what they're calling it. Uh, shocking, but true. All other filtered and even bottled spring waters are sterilized with UV light, ozone gas, and a sub-micron filter. Well, yeah. That's I like my want. shit sterilized. Yeah, I, <laughs> do, you, do they not wash their fucking dishes? Do they not sterilize anything else in their house? No, let's just have you go to the doctor and have surgery with some rusty fucking utensils. Let's, let's leave the autoclave out of this. Yeah. You know, if it doesn't kill you, it makes you stronger kind of thing. Or just weakens <laughs> you to the point that you wish you were dead. <laughs> now, this is similar to how most juice and dairy products are pasteurized for shelf stability. I bet you these people are advocates for raw milk, too, even though they can get that. E some, some What is that crazy form of, of encephalopathy where they their brain starts swelling and shit because they had the raw milk and stuff? Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. No, that's okay. The guys, you know, let's just let them buy their fucking expensive ass water and let's uh let's have the herd thinned a little bit because these people obviously have more money than sense. Yeah, well, and it's so. not just pasteurized for shelf life alone. It's so that people don't get fucking sick from it. Sick yeah. and die. I mean, there's there's certain kinds of uh cheeses we'd like to get in America, but we can't because they use raw milk. I mean, whatever. Uh the and let's see, what does it say here? Uh, the CDC and the EPA have come out and said that the uh, the microbiome of our... Oh, no, this is the uh, the guy talking some more. The microbiome of our gut produces about 95% of the serotonin and 50% of the dopamine in our brains. Um, um, no, that's not how that works. Citation <laughs> not, needed, please. <laughs> not even close. And so NBC News says, uh, we've been unable to find any legitimate source to support such a claim, which is biologically dubious. I fucking love it when news articles get catty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the guy continues, there could be countless other, there could be countless other beneficial microbes presence. Uh, scientists just haven't discovered it yet. But that sure. also means that there could be really fucking harmful bacteria in there. There could be life on Ganymede. We don't. <laughs> scientists haven't discovered it yet. <laughs> well, well, and the point is, he's he's trying to make the case that well, there could be all these beneficial things in the water that we just keep filtering out and killing off through sterilization processes. But then he fails to apparently realize that there could also be really fucking harmful shit in there. 
that that's why we sterilize our water. Yeah, I just go back. I keep going back to the brain eating amoeba thing that's been going on in the United States where people go swimming and all of a sudden they die a couple of days later because their brain just fucking turned into goo because they were swimming in like raw water. God damn it. Uh, let's see. What else does he say? Oh, the, uh, they are, these are imperative for optimal physical and mental health. The, the probiotics he's talking about here. without these probiotics, we're not able to fully assimilate all the nutrients in our food. Well, that's not entirely untrue, but that doesn't come from water. But if you're having, if you feel like you're having that issue, drink some Yakult, drink some <laughs> drink, uh, or have some Activia or something like that. There's, there's yogurts that you can have where this helps you out because it gives you that good gutty bacteria. Eat some, uh, eat some cheese that's not quite hard cheese. You know, eat some soft cheese if you want some bacteria in your gut. That's that's good for you. Uh, Get a fecal <laughs> transplant. Yeah, I mean, I'm advocating. I fuck if, if they come out with a way that like fat people like me, and I'm not saying anything about anybody else. I'm just saying fat people like me. If we can have a if we can have a fecal transplant that somehow makes my gut more efficient and I can. I can somehow lose a hundred pounds because all of a sudden I've now got a biome that actually digests the food the way it's supposed to work. I'm all for it. I don't give a shit. And people are like, Oh, that means you actually have to eat shit. It's like, it's not quite. No, how that's, it works. Not, no, how that's it works. not how it works. They, no, 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 not at all. So it's, I just, people get, people need to get past the fucking ick factor in a lot of things in the, this world. And I'm tired Look, of it. If it's, if it's in a pill, a fine. Yep. That's fine. Shit and, in a pill. Yeah. I'll eat. I'll swallow it. If I don't have to taste it, I'll swallow it. That's. I, I think you should pull that out as a standalone clip. Profile. <laughs> if it's in a pill. I'm okay with it. <laughs> I'll eat shit. That's fine. <laughs> as long as that's encased in some kind of gelatin. I'm okay. Welcome to Mormon potlucks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, let's see. An interesting Jello mold. Yet, yeah. well, it's shaped like Mr. Hanky. Howdy how? <laughs> uh, and this guy continues. We have bacteria that live all over our skin and in our intestines and our bodies that keep us healthy. I don't know how you acknowledge that there are potentially good bacteria in water without acknowledging that there are bad bacteria too. This person says. Uh, mm-hmm. And this guy points out that anyone selling water that sickens people is going is open to being sued. So they well, might yeah. say they might say that it's raw water, that it has all this stuff in there. But I bet you they do the same goddamn thing <laughs> that all the other water companies do. They just found a different avenue in selling it to people is that they mm-hmm. claim that it's this raw water. It's like when Whole Foods was doing the asparagus water thing there for a while. It's like, I'm going to charge eight dollars a bottle because we have asparagus suspended in water. What does it do? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It could be magical. <laughs> <laughs> It could cure cancer. And to finish it off here, the the skeptic guy says, it's important to take a step back and realize that public health and and medical experts consider water treatment to be one of the most significant public health achievements of the 20th century. There's a lot of stuff that we do in this country where it's a goddamn miracle. You know, the post Mm -hmm. office is a fucking miracle of of like the modern age. Uh, Water treatment facilities, fucking miracle. Love that stuff. And guess what? Dude, just all- having running water in your house is a fucking miracle. I know. Like, as much have, as I you want. Have an, yeah, you have an <laughs> enclosed space where you can get naked and go inside and have water running into your house and cleaning you and just magically disappearing. And you don't have to fucking worry about it. It just goes away. 
You don't have to think about where it goes, how it's treated, anything. It's just, it's fucking magic. You have a magic (laughs) water closet in your house. (laughs) Paid for by socialism. (laughs) (laughs) Want to get in touch with the outcasts? It's easy. We're available on most social media platforms as Utah Outcasts. We're on YouTube, Reddit, Patreon, Stitcher, Spreaker. Well, shit, you name it. Uh, You can email us via mailbag at utahoutcast.com. You can always leave us a voicemail or text by using 347-669-3377. Or for those of you who are so inclined, click the Contact Us link on our website, utahoutcast.com, and we'll be in touch. Can I ask you, if you won all the money, what would you do with it? Bunch of hookers and cocaine. Oh, okay, that's not good. (laughs) We were hoping for a different answer. That's probably not the answer that we're looking for. All right. A transgender woman who recently just won a multi-million dollar lottery prize, 5.4 million to be exact, says that she is not going to be sharing her good fortune with her adult children because... They turned her back on her when she was transitioning. And I fucking love this lady because of that. Because good for you. Because fuck them. I mean, honestly, <laughs> these are your like adult children and they turn their back on you during the shit. Come on now. Yeah. And uh, Melissa Edie, uh, 57, who's the lady we're talking about here, uh, told the son that I know we should love all of our children unconditionally, but they cut me out of their lives. They weren't there during my hardest times and they rejected me. Her four children, who range from 19 to 39, even changed their last names to avoid any association with her. Yeah, fuck them, then. Yeah, at that level, that's like, okay, fuck you, you don't get anything, so. Congratulations to her for winning that and then being able to turn to her kids and say, fuck you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So she says she still loves them. They're like, but if you love me, you'll give me money. No, that's not. Uh, She said, that's not how that works. But I don't want false love off of them because I've got money now. So her life changed forever last Saturday when she won a 4 million pound, which is 5.4 million scratch off, purchased at a gas station. She plans on spending at least part of her winnings on a new home, a $75,000 Mercedes, and a lavish wedding to her girlfriend, as well as a new set of teeth. (laughs) The last one is like, well, okay, go for it. Um, she revealed she'll also be sharing the wealth with those people that have stood by her through thick and thin so the cab driver lives in Hull I'm not sure where that is in England and she added that her own parents stopped talking to her after she came out as trans now she can fulfill her dream of launching a fashion line and writing her memoir good for you I good well done fuck those people I mean honestly that's about the easiest way I can say that there's just nope fuck y'all because yes You, you stand by people. Even if you don't agree with what they're doing, they're still fucking family. You know? You don't fucking turn your back on them. You don't change your name because you're you're somehow feeling like you're, if you're associated with that person, it's a bad thing. That's like a really fuck you movement thing right there, too, is yeah, changing is. your name. Come on. Well, yeah, and then, and then doing that because that person who you have loved and is still the same person they're going to be, you know, their personality hasn't radically changed. They're just no. choosing to be more open and honest with you and then you choose to shit on them because Mm -hmm. they're because they trusted that you loved them enough that they could be open and honest with you and then you turn around and shit on them yeah fuck you and the thing that kills me the most is that this is a person that i mean i honestly have no idea uh how their situation was growing up or anything but the very basic thing here is that four children that have successfully made it to adulthood had to have been uh helped to get to that point. And so just the oh, very, very much, basic, yeah. you know, yeah. 
like even if I ever become estranged from any of my kids for let's let's not hope that kind of thing happens there but I would still hope to remain in contact with them and not have them shit on me I, I would hope to think that they would say you know now that I'm a parent myself which has a lot to do with you know realizing how fucking hard the job is and was <laughs> you know that once you have that that uh punctuation mark where you said I was a I was this person until I had kids and then you like yeah, I fucking get it now. And so for somebody to raise four children from infancy to adulthood, that's a lot of goddamn work. And it, like to not even be able to get the, the benefit of the doubt or at least the, the, the handshake saying thank you for raising me, you know, kind of thing. No, instead, we're going to change our name and say fuck you. And then I, I honestly hope she, she documents if they try coming by and being friends and nice and everything. Be like, oh, mom has money now. Let's go talk to her. It's like, nope. Nope, go fuck yourself. Yeah. I, I would I hope that'd be a web series. But maybe she can make more money off of that. But who knows? <laughs> I think a lot of people love the Schadenfreude kind of thing that would happen with that. Let us rethink old assumptions and open our hearts and minds to possible and possibilities. And finally, I ask the leaders of the region, political and religious. Israeli and Palestinian, Jewish and Christian and Muslim, to join us in the noble quest for lasting peace. Thank you. God bless you. God bless Israel. God bless the Palestinians. And God bless the United States. Thank you very much. It is week 50. We're almost at a year of this Trump roundup shit. And once again, uh, President Trump has embarrassed the goddamn nation. <laughs> uh, he refused to let go of the Clinton email scandal, and the FBI is currently opening another investigation into that shit. Um, well, it'll be quick, at least. Yeah, I mean, they have most of the evidence already. <laughs> they got it from Russia. I mean, there shouldn't be too much more to go over. Um, <laughs> let's see. He forced his press secretary to clarify that he did not, in fact, think that the Department of Justice is part of the deep state, even though he said they're the deep state <laughs> he threatened north korea earlier this week with nuclear annihilation because he was talking about the size of his button as compared to the the one that kim jong-un has on his desk which the button on trump's desk brings him a coke a diet coke it doesn't yeah i hope he mashes that button a bunch of times like i got him i fucking got him and then they bring <laughs> in like it? what was it i said earlier like i'm pretty sure if there were any actual buttons in the west wing that they went in and taped over them before they let Eric <laughs> Trump in. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know about most people out there, but we have a uh, a kill button at work. I mean, not like a it, like randomly kill somebody in the world kind of thing, because I would love to have that button. But uh, it's a, <laughs> it's one of these buttons that would like kill all the power to a computer room kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And it mistakenly it was placed right next to a door open button. <laughs> and it's a big red button, and somebody accidentally pushed it one time. And so, mm -hmm. from that moment on, they've had this giant fucking Lexan box over it that says, do not touch, you know, unless you want to lose your job. <laughs> and so, hopefully, the nuke button has a little bit more safeguards than just being able to press a thing. You, you would think. We know. Ooh, what does this button do? Ooh. We know that the football Ooh. is not something that you can just, like, hit a button and then nukes go flying anywhere. No, no. It doesn't work that way. I, I love the idea that it has to be embedded within a civilian in the same room, you know, like and surgically implanted into a civilian. So he actually has to physically kill somebody in order to get the launch codes to, to launch the nuke. Like, I wonder I'm sorry. if he would actually have any qualms about doing that. 
I don't think he would. I, I honestly don't. But he would ask somebody people. else to do it. I don't. Yeah. I don't think he You're would. You're dying have... for the greater good, sir. Sorry. No. Yeah, I don't think he would have any qualms about doing it. I think he would foul up the execution somehow. Yeah, I mean that's how he got Baron Trump. I mean he fucked up, and <laughs> that's how Baron. Made it. <laughs> oh, Tiffany, w- Tiffany wasn't planned either. She was supposed to be a nuclear board as well, but um, <laughs> I'm I'm sure there was like a baster involved or something. <laughs> God. Yeah, since they since we've learned in the book that they sleep in separate bedrooms, mm-hmm. <laughs> even in the White House, like <laughs> that's usually the doghouse room that was there for JFK. When he was. <laughs> <laughs> nope, that is his room with his three TVs while he eats cheeseburgers at it. Uh, let's see. He lashed out at his former chief strategist, Steve Bannon, for his criticism of the Trump administration and Michael Wolff's new book. Everybody go buy that shit. I mean, we're not going to talk about it too much here, but go buy that. Uh, he learned the names of his inner circle had been calling him <laughs> maybe for the first time because of this book. Is it? Oh, tall Tyler. <laughs> I thought you liked me. <laughs> uh, let's see. He called Bannon nuts in an official statement written by the president, apparently, and threatened to sue him. We have a president that is threatening to sue a citizen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so crazy. Uh, and he threatened to sue the phony books publisher and Mr. Wolf himself. And he saw his administration declare war on legal weed and opened up uh, previously protected waters for oil drilling. <laughs> one week. And there was more, too. I left some I left a lot of it out. Yeah. It just, yeah. This is the big stuff that happened this week. And just. And there's a lot of stuff that nobody noticed that other stuff that went on. Mm-hmm. But now that we got all that shit out of the way, let's talk about the uh, the parody that came out from uh, Pixelated Boat on Twitter <laughs> with a fake excerpt from the Fire and Fury book uh, claiming that President Trump was a regular watcher of a fictional channel called the Gorilla Channel. So here, here's the here's the thing here, if you haven't heard it yet. On his first night in the White House. President Trump complained that his TV in his bedroom was broken because it didn't have the Gorilla Channel. Trump seemed to be (laughs) under the impression that a TV channel existed that screened nothing but gorilla-based content 24 hours a day. And at this point, I'm like, yeah, that that motherfucker probably does have the, the, the this is this is something that could be real <laughs> you know? I like to watch them sometimes they have the orangutans on and I feel like I'm at home. <laughs> Mike Cernovich's <laughs> book is called The Gorilla Mindset and um <laughs> there's a video put out by Vic Berger. If you guys don't know who Vic Berger is, uh google him and watch some of his YouTube stuff. He does amazing compilations of videos where he stretches out stuff and makes it funny. Um but there's one where he interposes uh Mike Cernovich talking about the gorilla mind set with a a gorilla eating his own poop and it's just it's funny (laughs) shit because you're just like yeah you need to think like a gorilla you got to be like a gorilla and this monkey is just literally just eating his own feces he just pulled out of his backside i'm like yeah that's how you need to be people yeah (laughs) so the this article goes on here it says to appease trump white house staff compiled a number of gorilla documentaries into a makeshift gorilla channel which was broadcast into Trump's bedroom from a hastily constructed transmission tower on the South Lawn. I'm still kind of believing in here when I was reading this. I'm like, but other people would be able to pick up that channel, too. Yeah. <laughs> However, Trump was unhappy with the channel that they had created, moaning that it was boring because the gorillas aren't fighting. So at this point, I started to get the clue. I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. this is probably not true. 
<laughs> because I've never heard of a 24 hour channel where it's just gorilla boxing the entire fucking day long. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure there's an executive somewhere that read that and went, that's not a bad idea. You can make that. <laughs> Well, I mean, if you really wanted to see that, just watch UFC a bunch of times. And I'm not saying anything bad about UFC. I like MMA. I'm just saying that it's equivalent. You mean professional really. hugging? Yeah. Uh, so the staff edited out the parts of the documentaries where the gorillas weren't hitting each other. And at last, the president was finally satisfied. On some days, he'll watch the gorilla channel for 17 hours straight. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> he kneels in front of the TV. With his face about four inches from the screen and says encouraging things to the gorillas like the the way you hit the other gorilla was good. I think he likes the gorilla. I, I think he I think he thinks the gorillas can hear him. <laughs> <laughs> and it's still not so far off of reality. It really is plausible. People didn't buy it. <laughs> Man. Uh it's, it's funny because like I could see that totally being a thing. I honestly mm-hmm. can. And the last thing we're going to talk about on the Trump Roundup tonight is that I found a, uh, I went to the U.S. Army's Twitter because apparently they've been share they shared a meme from Mindy Kaling, you know, from the Mini Project and from mm-hmm. The Office, where she she made a a meme based on her character from The Office, where she said, "You guys, I'm like." really smart now you don't even know like this was something she said on the show and she was one of the, she was one of the <laughs> dumbest characters on that show really smart lady in real life really fucking funny yeah. too uh and this tweet was retweeted by um the u.s army official <laughs> and i looked i looked it up just to make sure it was real and yep it was right there on their page as of like an hour before we started recording don't know if it's still there but we're talking about the official twitter page of the u.s army <laughs> Look, there's a problem if you're being shit on for smartness yeah. by the U.S. Army. And to for people to wonder, they have 1.2 million followers. <laughs> so, that's a lot of people that uh, your pre- they, they, it, the funny thing is, though, like in the in the description of the of the, uh, the the Twitter page, it says that following retweets and links does not equal endorsement. So, <laughs> I hate people that put that in there. <laughs> like, come on. You know exactly what that means when you retweet some shit like that. You're like, I think this is funny or I like this. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we've survived week 50. I can only imagine what's coming up, what's coming around the bin. I, any predictions, anybody? I think we're going to have a Saturday night massacre. Not, not on Saturday, though. I think Monday, no, Monday afternoon. No, no, he doesn't work on Saturday. <laughs> he's too busy playing golf somewhere. Yeah, he's at Camp David right now. And guess who he didn't invite? <laughs> Jeff Sessions. <laughs> Jeff Sessions. I don't want that creepy guy around. Yeah, I, we're gonna I, we're I, gonna I, have I, weed at Camp David. We can't have him around. He'll fucking <laughs> narc on us. <laughs> Dude, you're totally harshing my buzz, Jeff. Like, fuck <laughs> off, bro. Fucking narc. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I imagine that he is going to be fired, but you know, then that sets into place a whole list of other things that he's going to have to do if he wants to actually get Mueller out, mm-hmm. because then he's going to have to get rid of a bunch of other people, which is why, you know, I said it looks like maybe another Saturday Night Massacre coming, because once Sessions is out, then he's also got to find somebody to put in Sessions' place, 
Yeah. And it's, I think it's Scott Label. Pruitt is, I think they're saying the EPA guy, Scott Pruitt. And well, yeah, Pruitt has been, Pruitt has been, you know, well, if, if they want me to be attorney general, I'd certainly do it. You know, uh, mm-hmm. that, that sounds great. You need to activate yeah. the cone of silence that he has in his office. You know, <laughs> asshole. <laughs> but the thing yeah, is, that, like, that confirmation hearing would not go well. That's... They're, they're woefully mistaken here. And thinking that, you know, if you fire Mueller, it all ends. No. <laughs> no, because there are current, you know, people going to court over the shit. There still are grand juries hearing evidence of other things. And let's not mention that if you get rid of the federal part of this investigation, I bet you the state ones will kick into high gear because they're going to be like, mm-hmm. oh, well, we got all this evidence from Mueller. We'll just continue with our case. So. At the very least, there's going to be like some money money laundering shit going on in New York because they've got evidence of this shit. You don't bring on like one of the heavy hitters of the 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 money laundering like prosecution world mm-hmm. and not have a good idea of what's going on. But yeah, but no, we're the conspiracy theorists. We're the, we're just as bad as Alex yeah. Jones, you know. <laughs> Assholes. Well, that about does her. Wraps are all up. And it was a pretty good story, don't you think? Made me laugh to beat the band. Parts, anyway. I guess that's the way the whole darn human comedy keeps perpetuating itself. Down through the generations. Westward the wagons. Across the sands of time until we... Oh, look at me. I'm rambling again. Well, I hope you folks enjoyed yourselves. Catch you later on down the trail. All right. Well, that does it for us, Utah Outcast. We'd like to thank Dan Ellis for coming on the show. Man, what a fucking treat. And uh, we'll be back again Wednesday uh, in about 48 hours for the second of our weekly episodes. And he'll be there as well. Yay! So if you haven't already, go and subscribe so you don't miss out. However, before we have to uh, end this episode, 159, we have to give the love... We have to give the love to... Uh, no, sorry, I can't even do voices. We have to give a lot of love to the patrons out there who support us on a monthly basis. And uh, in no short order, I'm going to go backwards this time because I'm tired of reading it the other way. We have our newest patron, Desire Lynn Ward, Janet Uter, Angelica Pearson, Stephen Andrus, Corey Johnson, Patrick Neary, The Problematic Podcast, Jeff Perlman, Satan's Little Monkey, George Green, Keith Davies, Tony Prouse, uh, Larry Wilson, Jason Poloni, Jeff Peterson, Rosabelle Howden, Darcy Bowman, Mike Bowman, Jeff Linville, the Godless Revolution podcast. Hey, I know those guys. Not a Russian spy, Michael Stevens, and Alan Firth. Uh, all of your support is doing wonders for the show. I couldn't be more thrilled to have all of you along for the ride. Uh, big stuff coming up in 2018. I can't reveal anything yet, but we will. I'll, I'll clue you guys in here in a little while. Um, if you don't have the means to share the money with the show, as these patrons have, we would still love to hear from you, especially if you think we deserve a review. Uh, no new ones for us to broadcast this week, but still, uh, lots of great feedback I've been getting from people in the community, getting some fun hate mail on YouTube, which I can't wait to compile into a new episode. Uh, however, let's see. With that, it's time to bring episode number 159 to a close. And remember, everyone, you're welcome.
You know, I'm really excited for lunch tomorrow, and I'll tell you why. Somebody bought me a can of Spam. <gasps> and I'm like, I would never buy it myself. Wait, I take that back. I did buy, like, they sell it in single slices. I don't know if you've seen those. Sliced Spam? Yeah, they sell they sell Spam by the slice, like you like how they have the canned tuna no longer in the can. They have it, like, in the pouch. Mm. They have, like, Spam in a pouch where you buy, you know, like... I have never had the tuna from a pouch. It's actually pretty good. It's not bad I've at all. I've seen it. Yeah, I would imagine it's probably better than from the can, but I've, I've just I've, never had it. I'm really happy to not have to drain the fucking tuna. 
like over the <laughs> over the work sink and have people looking at me funny like it stinks. I'm like fuck you. I'm hungry. <laughs> it's cheap. Oh yeah. Anybody that complains about tuna stinking, yeah, they they have not experienced they have not experienced the canned salmon. Oh yeah, you work with our own our very own damp that we've had to deal yeah. with it at the work, and that's one of his favorite things to do is to microwave a can of salmon. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, it's it's bad. Like it it fills up the room. This is the same asshole that burnt popcorn and claimed that he didn't do it. Like you have him dead to rights on shit. And I didn't do it. I didn't do it. it wasn't me. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you did. Ain't no place like a cowboy place. Ain't no town like a cowboy town. Ain't no way like the cowboy way. Have a cowboy kind of day. Try the new Big Sky Burger at Roy Rogers. It's Smithfield pulled pork, beer battered onion rings, American cheese, and spicy barbecue sauce on a Kaiser bun. Have a cowboy kind of day at a Roy's in a wheel going wrong. Hey, yeah. DoorDash and Uber Eats available at participating restaurants. Hey, don't forget the Johnsons are coming over. I want to find a rose Jill hasn't tried yet. Let's go exploring at Total Wine. Their prices are ridiculously low. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, always low prices. Total Wine and more. 